me your ears. <laughs> this nation will rise up. Welcome to the Elemental Health Podcast. The, the podcast I had in my mind is, I hate the gym. There's a lot of positivity going around, but I just want to give a man a, an opportunity just to just let rip and what's grinding his gears. What, you are my honest. What's, uh, well, well, yeah, well, what's, yeah. Before before we dive into me, so I, I think we, I think we need a bit more context to to what mm. you said there and where you're coming from. So so when you talk about the kind of like the fitness professionals and the systems that another company put in place to kind of service them, what was the impact on the on the client on the person that wants to get fit or wants to drop fat? Like what's their view and how 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 was that not working? Well, I mean, in that specific example, I yeah. just it the vetting process and again that's not i wouldn't say that that is these middlemen's problem because you know the education to become say a personal trainer i mean you can do it in a weekend right um and so i think the whole the whole process of starting if i just talk specifically about personal training of which i am one and i have benefited from being able to get a qualification in quick sharp time and then basically uncapped, unfettered to charge what I like when I like. Um, I've been around a long time and, you know, like I said, I've, I've tried to adhere to my core values, but I don't think that that is, is the way for a lot of people. It's about, it's about making quick money. I think the whole thing is set up to do that and the pressure that they get, um, in gyms to, in order to, you know, to pay the rent and so on and so forth. And I think that that when you're, when you've got your whole thing and your whole, you know, you've got at least one eye on that, the clients do suffer because you haven't got the time to, to, to put into the clients because you've got to get onto the next one to make them make the money. So I think that, you know, I think that's where the, you know, the client suffers in the sense that the system is set up so that it just chews people up and spits them out for, you know, the PTs too quickly so that they don't really have time to develop their skill set in any, you know, to, to a decent standard that wasn't, you know, wasn't asked for at the very, very beginning from them. And so therefore there is a sort of, there is a, a level of PTs and then people sort of stop, they quit. And there's very few people that go on to, to be able to be able to to be able to stay in there. And that is a shame because that means that less people are getting access to good coaches. I think that's a big problem actually. And uh, yeah, and I think it's, it's, it's a toxic mix, isn't it? Of having a low barrier to entry, which puts lots of people off because of the problems associated with that. As in, you've got a flood of uh, inexperienced coaches and trainers. Um, and then people don't stay in the industry. So the, the developed, there's no uh, development of the uh, career pathway by, by, de by default, by not having people in it for long enough. Like it doesn't matter what, what money or businesses try to throw at that. If, if you don't have a, a um, not necessarily structure, but if you don't have the longevity of the, the, the body of people, then you won't have those developed systems because there won't have been people going through the mills like we have to a certain extent. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that's that's a big problem. Um, couple that with how I actually feel that this role can be pivotal in, in people's health, much more so than, 
than perhaps people think. Like there's, there's, a, you know, to quote Gary V, there's a, there's a much higher demand for personal trainers than people realize. Um, there's a much higher demand for support than, than is out there uh, to, to get help. I mean, how many people do you speak to and do I speak to who are like, oh, I need help with that or oh, I need help with this. But the way that everything's been structured, um, there are so many barriers to kind of speaking to people and getting help and, and you know, and that, from that perspective. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to ping it to you for toxic positivity. But before we go to that one, were you, you're going to open a gym called I Hate the Gym. Is that right? No, no. I wanted to do a podcast where we didn't have to clap each other on the pay each other on the back all the time we could just have a moan that was it that was that was the idea <laughs> well, um, welcome to the ehp <laughs> yeah no, i mean yeah it was just it was i mean there are some good accounts out there on the internet that are now sort of exposing toxic positivity Again, sort of a red flag because that's just a statement that I've heard. But I, I mean, I think I kind of do understand it, but I probably can't talk about it a lot in in a lot of detail. But the uh, my idea was a bit more <clears throat> it was a bit more fun. It was just a chance for people just to tell, just to say what really pisses them off about the industry. What 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 is it in particular? It can be anything from like people just leaving their weights out and just poor gym etiquette, just grind like just really ruins their day. Yeah. To to like bigger concepts, which is. You know, like one of the bigger things that we just talked about, how the whole the whole wellness space is is it is a little bit broken. It, you know, all the way from going to see your GP, all the way through to the quality of personal trainers, and you know, I include myself in that. I don't think I was a particularly good. You know, I don't think anybody's a good trainer at the beginning, but they but but they should be helped in an environment to be better quicker. Um, I, I don't want to be too unfair. I think there have, you know, there are certain, even, you know, where I was working, um, pure gym, they, they did start to put that support in because they were seeing that churn and actually the high churn of, of personal trainers actually hurts the gyms more because there is still a lag time. If you've got, you know, 15, 20 PTs in there, you don't want to see too much churn because if they're all paying their rent, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Whereas when, if you've got like, you know, if you have to replace 10 a year, that means that instead of having 20 for a whole year, you're probably averaging, you know, 12 or 13. Well, you've seen serious, and somebody's done those sums. So I'm not saying it's completely altruistic, but there, there have been things put in place, certainly at the gym level uh, in order to help. So, but that's, that's not fun, is it? I wanted people just to really get stuck in and <laughs> say what pisses them off. <laughs> I think, I think what, what does piss me off? I think, well, I, I, I like obviously like gym etiquette i mean we'll be here all day but um I, I like a tidy space and like my wife's not particularly tidy what well, drives me nuts um in certain aspects uh, like the kitchen if the kitchen's a mess i'm not happy uh, <laughs> but uh, the gym space that i utilize um is amazing because and it's very very quiet usually it's just me and my pt or just me which is nice um and but it's not always like how I would have it. There's a lot of stuff in there and it stresses me out. So that, I guess that, that, that angle, but really I think for me, it's like, what I, I look at that question as like, what stops people going to the gym? So what is the gym? Like what, what, what is it? What is it? I think that's probably my starting point. And I, and that, without going like too far into the clouds, what I mean is like, 
I think there's people that don't go to the gym and people that do go to the gym view it very differently. Like people that go to the gym view it as a tool on their journey to get somewhere. Now they might go there and like pose in the mirror and stuff and, and get like a little ego boost from doing that. And I don't have a problem with that at all, actually. Um, but ultimately like the, the number one thing on their list is this is a tool to get me the, the body that I want or, or the, the, the energy that I want or the strength that I want to, to, to feel good about myself and, and like self-worth is a big problem. And that's, that's, that's kind of like why I think it's a big positive. So that's the people that do attend the people that don't attend or sign up in January, never go. They think it's a solution to their problem and it's the tool that will help them on their journey to solving their problem is not a solution. And the reason that that's a problem is they, they can't get past the barrier of getting in there and doing the work because it, they've, they've built it up into the system and they're not one of the tribe that does go to the gym. Therefore it's, 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 it's the, the, the Pandora's box of, 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 getting them to where they want to go, but they just can't get in there and do what they need to do. Like, you know, it, we're outsourcing our problems. Like, and, and I think that's my biggest gripe is like, there is this big divide and it's seen by lots of people as somewhere that you can't go. You don't have any self-confidence when you get in there. You don't know what to do. You're kind of shuffling around and you do see that and people will go for a little bit and then disappear. And, and, and I, I, that for me is something I would like to attack and like trying to break down within, within the industry like that. I mean, that's a big, big goal, but, 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 but I think that's, 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 that's key. Um, on the flip side of that, I guess it's, it's kind of like, it's good in a way for, for PTs because they're, they're the gateway to, to, to that tool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going, yeah, I could keep going on that, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to stop. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, yeah, toxic positivity is one of those terms that does get banded around and I don't really understand what it means. Um, but I think, I think it's when you, you're trying to imitate, you're trying to imitate like this feeling of, of like happiness all the time. Uh, I think, I think we, uh, yeah, I think maybe people will understand it a bit better if we say that, um, when we, when we take the mickey out of the Americans, they bring a lot of that kind of, yeah, that kind of vibe where they're just not really allowed to be sad. They're not allowed to be losers. They're not allowed to be, I mean, obviously we are hyperbolizing about them. Um, but yeah, I think it's all that. Yeah. But probably a podcast. I, I, that's not what I, <laughs> when I wrote it down as a question, I just want to hear you been off something, but maybe we do need to put some more thought into, um, toxic positivity as a, as a, as a podcast topic what does it mean uh where people are getting it wrong because yeah. um yeah certainly you know with the age of the internet and stuff instagram is your best life and if you don't have a if you if you don't have an instagram life that and then you start to question well shit i don't feel like that but instagram is just saying positive 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 all the time that is toxic positivity because it doesn't give you any other emotion that is when it's becoming a problem. And that is a problem for the individual. Um, that's, pro that's probably a, you know, one area that I see it um, occurring for sure. People not feeling that or feeling that any feeling other than being positive is, a, is wrong. And th that just isn't the case. Yeah, I, I, I think 
Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure American audience are probably unhappy at this point, if not turned off. But um, I think, I, yeah, I think if, it is, if it's masking something, some reality, it's trying to mask that reality. I guess that's my point. If like it's you're trying to you're trying to overemphasize something that's positive. Uh, however, I think the, the flip side of that is like. I think at, if you look at nation, nation stereotypes, like if, if, if like Midwest, yeah, West coast Americans are like overly like hyper, you know, hype, hyped up about positive stuff. Like I think we're the opposite end of the spectrum and we're too much like down. Oh, maybe this, maybe that we stutter a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure a lot of uncertainty and kind of negativity if i'm honest um i think we need that i think there's a middle ground like i think oh, there is, of course yeah, yeah. We there's always a middle ground more, we, we probably need to push ourselves more into that sphere of like no we can do this let's let's be positive and and yeah i'm not going to comment on what i think they should be doing because i mean that's very fair but... i'm just using i'm just using them as a, as a way for our, <laughs> our, as our maybe our uk listeners to uh, get an idea of um what we what we what we mean by toxic positivity? Funny say, way though, to explain it. What I was going to say though, Matt, was as we've talked about previously on this podcast, is this uh, looking up to an expert to, to provide a solution. Now, how is this in? How is this linked to that? Well, I think if you're a person who struggles with going to the gym, and I think that's, I think that's a lot of people. I really do. Um, even if I look at my own journey, I think that was, that was a long time before I felt comfortable in that environment. I get it. Like I do get that, especially if it's busy gym and there's lots of strong people there as a bloke, you're kind of like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, but I think we, 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 we maybe culturally, but we, we have this kind of like this expert model and we look up to the experts and we want to become experts versus enthusiasts within the health space and obviously we're we're coming at it from a professional perspective so we we've got a different view of the world we've got a different mindset we have to have but for the for the for the kind of the the individual out there who's on their own journey which is always where i'm trying to pitch this conversation and i know today we've jumped around a little bit in terms of professional stuff but but the bit just being enthusiastic and being um an enthusiast of your own health and an advocate for your own health i don't think you need to be an expert you just need to kind of like be enthusiastic about things and and you know i've heard that reference used to other spheres of kind of like doing things and and promoting and, and business or whatever it might be but i think i think it it works perfectly for for health as well i mean the, the analogies i always go into when it when it when it comes to health is like the equivalency to finance and and i've talked a little bit about that before but um but this one is more kind of just being an enthusiast and, and willing to try something and, and kind of see how you get on and and i think that maybe that can help people break down the barriers to utilizing the tool set that's available to them in a gym for ve these days very little very little cost yeah they certainly are cheap <laughs> yeah although i would say to people like if you don't feel comfortable in that space you know the reason the reason that a lot of people go to them is just because that's the most readily available option but it's not the only option there's plenty of people getting fit in other ways they just perhaps just not as just not as available. If you live in a in a built up city, and you, you're probably not going to be into fell running. Probably going to have to do some of that. But if you want to run, you're probably going to have to do it on a treadmill or out on the street or whatever. But you know, so again, but I think that's where we come in is is to be able to talk to somebody who's been around the block a little bit and is confident of saying, look, I work in a gym. 
then this would be my story. I work in a gym because I have access to all of these physical tools that are helpful. But if I'm having a conversation, if I'm onboarding a client and, you know, letting them know this is where I do my work and it becomes clear that actually they would be better suited to doing, improving their health in a different environment, I think I probably have a responsibility to say to those, I think you might be more successful elsewhere, or this is what we can do here, but the rest of the time, this is where you're going to go and be. Yeah. And that, that comes on to a really, really important point, which we haven't covered yet in this segment. So the, the friction is, you know, I, I touched on it, I think with these, like the, the some people are, are up for it and not, and, and people have a real struggle to get into that environment. But for me, like life, especially as a busy dad with family, business, work, whatever, like the friction to exercise, the friction, friction to doing fitness activities um, is so important and removing that friction is really important. So, you know, categorically let me think about this i'd say 70 80 percent of my remote clients i work with or have worked with at all in the history um have not stepped foot inside a gym they don't need that like there's certain bits of equipment i might advocate them to get once we're a certain way down the journey i talk about the zero to one earlier but but as soon as they're they're kind of through a threshold of understanding body awareness and, and are safe to do that then i'll promote them to get a couple of bits of kit bands the odd kettlebell maybe some dumbbells something that's you got high utility and and they're good to go like you know you can build strength at home you can build strength with body weight like you you know if 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 you're approaching it from a a kind of a layman's perspective like i just want a, a, a quick system that i can utilize on a regular basis actually maybe the gym isn't for you um, and let's remove that friction. Let's remove that idea of like stepping foot in there and, and worrying about all the social issues and you feeling confident and getting through all those barriers. Let's, let's not do that. Let's, let's just, let's go another route. Yeah. Good. We done? Well, I don't think I've got anything else. No. <laughs>